Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode 209. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined here by each and every wonderful fellow anime addict. We have Enzo on the phone, who's writing, oh no, that's Mason writing under under upside down question marks on the dock. Enzo, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm glad to be back on this week. Sorry that I took last week off. It had to be done. I'm so sorry. Well, we missed you very much, but we're glad you're back. Thank you, friend. We also have Mandy. Mandy, what's up? That's a lot of additional upside down question marks. It is. <laughs> it is. No, I thought、mm. we were doing one each episode. Oh, I'm not doing it. Mason,、oh, I did I it. Mason? <laughs> I added my additional question mark already. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. And we I'm have. In a, I'm in a mood. I'm in a weird mood. Oh, oh okay. Ooh, same.、Nice. <laughs> And we have the very ornery Mason, who's just flying、Ooh. off the handle with、Ooh. his upside down questions. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna be on a sugar high, on a sugar kick this whole、yeah. episode, so I am, I'm feeling it today, boys. Me too! I've got coffee. All right. Guys, welcome to Hobby Addicts. <laughs> today, I'm gonna talk about another failed winter hike, and I'm gonna tell it like a story for you. I'm gonna make it a little entertaining. Well,、and、it failed because it's spring. I was about to say,、oh, it was just a regular think, hike, just not you, a winter one. <laughs> you would think it's spring. <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to all that. Mandy's gonna talk about micro needling. I'm not sure what that is, but I wanna learn.、So、it, we'll find out. it could mean one of two things. Oh, okay. And、uh, <laughs> Mason's gonna talk about two games, I think Journey and、yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. And I'm,、yep. really, I'm really, interesting, really interested to talk to you about Horizon Zero Dawn because I gave up on that game before. Um, but it,、uh, it, but it, it pops up in social media now and then, and I always think about picking it up again. And then Enzo, who the hell knows? Because he now has、mm-hmm. both upside down and right side up question marks. He's more mysterious than ever.、Mm-hmm. Mysterioso. But, let me start with my, with my failed winter hiker. We'll just go in order right down the board.、Um, yeah, so it is spring, technically, and、uh, approaching summer very, very rapidly. But when you get up into the, into the Rockies, it's still winter up there. And.、Um, So we, we tried. So last time when I spoke about this mountain, we had driven out in the morning and we got there at like 7 a.m. to realize that the road was frozen. And we were like, well, we don't really have time to walk the three hours each way, right? To summit the mountain. So we drove out there the night before and spent the night in the back of the car and woke up at 4 a.m. to、uh, crowds of other people, sort of crowds, small groups,、um, and with headlamps on walking in the, in, in the dark. Towards the mountain because the mountains are, they take a long time to ascend because they are, as Mason knows, they are very steep. And、uh, you'll be climbing for four hours or more, probably. And so we started walking and we discovered that the road was frozen still. It was,、um, two, ba- we were basically walking on top of two to three feet of snow that was frozen as hard as concrete. So you're just walking on top、mm. of it because it's so cold. It's just, you can drive a car on it, it's so cold.、Um, and so we, we parked the car. And it was a three mile walk to the trailhead. And the road was all uphill the whole way on snow, most of it. So by the time we got to the trailhead, it was already, we already walked 
you know, three miles uphill with a gradual uphill on the snow. So it, it was pretty tough just to get there. And the mountain is this sprawling sort of horse, horseshoe shape of mountain peaks with a valley in the middle. It's almost like you're standing in like a, like if you had a bowl, like a, from your kitchen and you cut it in half, you know, and the, you're, you're standing in like the bottom of the bowl looking at this like wall of mountains all around you and they're, they're all snow capped and it's pretty majestic looking. And um, it's pretty neat because this particular area, and as uh, a lot of the Rocky Mountains in Denver are known for mining, and um, a lot of the mountains have names because miners named them like hundreds of years ago or hundred years ago or whatever. And this this mountain has a lot of old abandoned mines that you pass on the way up. So it's pretty neat. So we got to see some like busted up old mining buildings with uh, rusted up, twisted like gnarled um, mining car track that was still in the ground. And um, hmm. we saw a mining car and some and some cable and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And um, the the beginning of the hike was pretty gentle. You know, it's just kind of like, uh, like a dirt road that goes from being snow-covered to not snow-covered. And we passed a couple more mines on the way up. And one of them is really famous called Hilltop Mine. And I guess it collapsed two years ago. So it was just like flat. And there was all this wood like scattered all around like the, the slope. Um, so we got to the base of the mountain at about, we made pretty great progress until that spot at about, uh, we, we walked it from about 5am till about 7.30 probably to get to that spot. And, um, that's when you're starting to like really ascend. You were at about 2000, 12,500 feet probably at that point. And, um, the, you're supposed to go up, you're supposed to tackle the mountain by going up the left side, up onto this ridge line that is between there's a mountain far on the left there's a mountain called mount sheridan and then between and then to the right of that is mount sherman which is which is what we were trying to climb and then between that is like a like a it kind of drops down real low so there's a there's like a saddle like a low point between the two mountains and you're supposed to kind of climb up the slope and get onto the low point between the two mountains at which point you can go up either one however it's still winter right and um there's a shitload of snow. I mean, it was, uh, you would not think it was, so it was spring and, um, the slope was totally frozen. And then there was a cornice on top of the ridge and a cornice is basically like, you know how your roof on your house has like where the roof kind of juts out over the, the wall of the, of your house and you have like an overhang. Well, mm -hmm. a, a cornice is like where the snow, the, I guess, um, whatever that phenomenon is in chemistry where like, um, where like water bonds to itself, you know, and it kind of, uh, it can know. extend out over something that doesn't support it. Exactly. So you, I get we, you. we couldn't get onto the ridge because there's a cornice there and it, it would literally be like we, we, even if we could get up to it, which I doubt because we didn't have crampons or ice axes or anything, you'd be like, like, like trying to break through the cornice to get up onto the ridge. And it just doesn't seem safe. Like, uh, you're, we're, you're, we're, we're still in the avalanche potential here. And, uh, and so we, we looked at that. I'm like, well, we can't go that way. So we, so we looked to the right, further to the right from Mount Sherman. And we're like, well, look, if you look to the right, it kind of zigzags. And then up right up the gut of the mountain of Mount Sherman, it looked like there was a, tr like a, like a path that was cutting across from right to left. And we're like, shit, maybe we can get up to that and walk up Sherman that way. So we start scrambling up Sherman. And Sherman and scrambling is when you have no trail and you're basically just climbing up a wall of rocks, trying to find your way up, up, up the side of a hill or a mountain just by just climbing like an animal, you know? 
Um, think of like a goat hopping up like a mountainside. And um, mm. it's very difficult to do and um, can be intimidating if you get lost and you don't know where to advance from there because then you're kind of standing on the side of a mountain all exposed and it can be, it can be anxiety inducing, especially if it's steep. So we get mm-hmm. about, um, we get to about 13,700 feet, I would guess, pretty close to the top of Sherman. It's like right the fuck there. Um, and we've been scrambling the whole time and we realized that my girlfriend's dog's feet are bleeding again. Oh. And, um, and we're standing there and we realized also that that thing that we saw cutting from right to left that we thought was the path was not. And so we are, um, kind of in this predicament where we've, where we've attempted to scale the mountain in a way that isn't meant to be, it's not meant to be tackled this way. And I'm sitting there and my girlfriend's freaking out. And I think at one point she said, we're going to die here today. She doesn't seem to handle pressure very well, which is, (laughs) I can't blame her because we were kind of like just freewheeling up this 14 er and it's dangerous. And uh, we're going to die here, and the, and the dog's feet are bleeding. And I'm sitting here, I'm pretty calm, but I realize that if we continue to press up this hill, we could get to the top of the mountain this way. But I'm going to end up carrying this dog the entire way back, the whole six miles, down the rocks and down the road and through the snow. And, and it's uh, basically we got within, within like a golf ball driving range, like a, like a, a nine iron range of the top, but you know, it's so close, but yet so far. So it's, uh, it was a, it was a, an exercise in futility of trying to go up that way. And, and, and as we came back down, we realized that people were not very experienced and other people are. And we discovered that people had figured out a way to get onto the ridge. And it was, they were going up Mount Sheridan from the bottom and then coming down the right side of it and getting onto the ridge that way. So they were kind of going up and up and over the cornice and then down onto the ridge from Sheridan. And I was looking at that and I said, well, shit, we could have got on. We easily could have got onto the ridge that way, but we just weren't experienced enough to realize. They weren't backward explorers, though. That's much more the adventure, this story. Yeah, well, I mean, I really think that if we hadn't had the dog, we could have done it. But because it, it, we turned around at like 930, so we had time. But yeah. the dog, it was just so we decided the dog is retired unless the mountain has a clearly defined trail all the way to the top. And I think what happens is the dog goes from being on snow to being on rocks. And they're very serious rocks. Like, um, you saw them, Mason. When we got to the top of the ridge on the mountain, you climbed with us. Those yeah. types of rocks that are huge, and you're literally hopping from rock to rock. and um, Just clamoring I, over everything. I think. Well, the, the other question I had for you is, yeah. ha- have you found new and or better, like, paw pads or like shoes for the dog because it seemed like what we had last time there were there was shoes but they just kept on coming off because of how steep and hard it was to keep them on the problem is that the dog doesn't want to wear the shoes so that's true yeah so i I think what happens is that the dog walks on snow and her puppy paws her pads get soft from they get wet and they get soft and then she gets on the rocks and then because they're soft from being wet they tear so but it was kind of it was the walk back wasn't so bad and and it was really steep. Like um, there was so much snow on the side of the mountain that at one point I felt bad for the dog leaving her little bloody prints in the snow that I put her in my lap and I, and I slid down probably 200 yards on my ass with the dog in my lap. I'm just sl- sled riding down this mountain on my ass. Aww. And it was really steep. At one point I had to put my, my, the spikes on my shoes into the snow and I was like, all right, we got to slow down because it looked like, it looked like I was going to slide off a cliff. <laughs> it was so steep. And I was like, you know, well, we got to like stop and walk to the right here and then we'll sit down and we'll slide some more. But it, it was uh, it was fun. 
And uh, and then on the way back, we realized that we got our we got the four, we got the Highlander stuck. The Toyota Highlander was stuck in the snow because it was two feet deep for real, and it was hard when we got when we drove up onto it. But it had be, but it had heated up since then, and the snow was softer, and the snow was no longer supporting the weight of the car. And so if there if it hadn't been for a family of six that were walking through digging out another car that had chains on it, we would we would probably still be up there. Um, and so this family is just like hacksawing limbs off trees and laying, laying like debris into the road to create traction. And they literally dug two, two cars out of this, like just fucking hellscape. I mean, it is unbelievable how much snow there was. And, uh, you could have built some just ridiculous snowmen. And, uh, but we got out and we were back by about 2 PM. So I think the plan from here on on climbing these mountains is we're not going to climb another mountain until the second week of June. And then and I think that's kind of the rule from now on. We're going to start in June each year and then we're going to but we're going to try one winter mountain prior uh, prior to June and just to, just to see if we can do it. And then we're going to do a mountain. We're going to do them like every 2 weeks from the second week of June until the end of September. And um and I think when we get back in June, the road will be the road will be de- will be melted so that we won't have to walk the whole road again because that added six miles of walking. So I mean that's 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 Mason's speed right there. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's a hike in itself. Yeah, it is. But I'm I'm there to you know to scale the mountain and conquer nature. So and um, nature's been kicking the shit out of me lately. So it's uh it's a thing, you know. So but and yeah. also and also no pup right anymore. There are mountains the dog can do, like the mountain that, that we did with Mason, the other side of the mountain is much easier than the side. Because it has that trail. Mm. Yeah, Mason, you would have laughed at the other side. It was, I took you up the hard way because I, don't, I, didn't, think the, I didn't think the other way would satisfy you. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a man who would rather ask not for uh, you know, easier burdens but stronger shoulders kind of guy. So... I think the other way up the ma- up that mountain is a lot easier. So we're we're gonna do that. We're gonna go up that trail, and so because the the dog really loves the hike, but ultimately she ends up you know she ends she ends up uh, causing problems by, by with either her feet or she or she's been walking through so much deep snow that she's got like icicles hanging off of her. <laughs> so mm. yeah. Anyway, there are dogs that can do this. A dog like some dog made it to like the second. The second from the top checkpoint of Mount Everest recently, like I was like, God damn, that dog's like a Wait, badass. That, oh wow, yeah, that's crazy. You can look it up and read about it. And uh, they were like pulling the dog up cliffs with uh, like ropes and all kinds of stuff. And anyway, though, but that's enough. That's enough about mountain climbing for now, and we won't be revisiting that until June. So now we're gonna finally find out what micro needling is from Mandy, and I have. A <laughs> I have an inc- I have an inkling, but I'm not sure. I know I I think I know what it is already. It, yeah, it's not that exciting. <laughs> is, is it the is it the eyebrow stuff? Or the, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's threading, um, right? Oh, I have no idea. Hmm. Maybe. Um, no, so I don't have any new games this week. <laughs> I've just been playing Animal Crossing and Hollow Knight on the Switch, and that's pretty much it. But I think I've talked about both of those games. So I was like, well, what else can I talk about? Um, so I have been experimenting with needling, which is a skincare oh. um, routine. And uh, so 
what micro micro needling does is it helps to uh, put collagen back into your skin, and it's a face um, procedure that you can either get done with a professional, or you can also do it at home because it's not a it's not like a dangerous p- procedure to do by yourself. Um, I think you probably get better results with a professional because they have better equipment. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I was like, you know, what? I'm I don't even know if it's going to work, so I'm just going to try doing it at home because. A procedure at the dermatologist is like could be up to eight hundred dollars for shit. one session God, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a single session. I'm like, mm-hmm. let me try it by myself first. Yeah, no shit. So, um, so why I'm doing it is uh, all like for a giant portion of my life, I used to have really bad acne, and uh, we can never figure out why. We've tried. I used to go to a dermatologist and try all different kinds of creams. I've tried all different kinds of skin care routines and nothing would work. And it got so expensive because I was constantly buying all this stuff that they would give me. Finally, one doctor said, uh... Maybe it's your hormones because you have other hormonal issues. So they gave me a medication and it went away within like two weeks, <laughs> like mm. completely went away. It vanished. I was like, oh, my God, this completely changed my life. <laughs> and it wasn't so bad. It wasn't like extremely severe, but it was still pretty bad to the point where I have scars now on my face and I can cover them up with makeup. But I'm like, man, I really would love to get rid of these scars in, um, you know, so I so I don't have to cover them up with makeup. It'd be great. So uh, I was looking through different ways to do that. And um, yeah, microneedling is one of them. And uh, so what microneedling does is there's two different kinds of tools that you can get. You can either get a roller, which is what I'm using, or you can get a pen. Pens are more expensive. So I was like, let me try something small first. <laughs> and uh, so I got the, the roller. And um, what it is, it's like a little roller that has loads of really tiny needles all over it. And what you do is you roll it across your skin in the problem areas that you can either, it can either help get rid of wrinkles, um, uh, scars. It helps to get rid of um, just bad textures on your face, uneven skin tones. Mm, It can help to um, kind of firm up your skin a bit. Some people just use it for uh, to um, exfoliate. And what you do is you just roll across your skin and it pierces it uh, hundreds and hundreds of times. And um, you go... Uh, well, not, no, I, I didn't think it hurt at all, but, but of course I have an extremely high pain tolerance. <laughs> so, uh, like my whole tattoo on my arm, I got entirely in one session and I didn't feel a thing. So I have a wow, huge, dope. uh, pain tolerance. <laughs> so, uh, no, for me, it did not. I've heard some people say that it does it, but no, for me, it did not hurt at all. And, um, yeah, what it does is it pierces it. Um, you you roll it across in two different um, or a few different directions, and it those like tiny little microscopic holes. Like you can't see them at all. Like this isn't like a, a it's not supposed to be an extremely painful procedure. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just creating very micro holes in your skin, and that um, triggers the healing response, which then puts collagen into your skin, and that helps to heal up the areas that you are working over, and. Um, then you follow it up usually with some kind of, I'm using vitamin C serum, and that can get deeper into your skin with those holes. And so you're, the whatever product you're putting on 
of course, it should be very safe. You need you should do research to find out what's okay going into your skin that deep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so vitamin C is good for healing. So I've been using those on my scars. And um, I've only done one procedure because you're not supposed to... It's not like a daily thing. Um, you do them... Uh, some people... Like, like if you go to, to a professional, they'll do it once a month. But mine is so tiny. Like my needles are so tiny. I'm probably going to try it once a week to see what if I get any kind of results from it. But yeah, no, it's um it's really safe to do. Like there's hard there's not really any like not not a whole lot of damage you can do your do to yourself. It's not good to use on acne. If you have active acne, you should never ever 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 do that because you'll get bacteria it? on it and yeah. just put it deep into your skin. Hmm. Um and also you need to uh completely disinfect it before and after. But uh, yeah, I did one session and afterwards, the next day, um, your skin swells up just a very tiny bit. Like, I'm not talking like a bee sting kind of swell. It's just very, very minor to the point where it actually looks really good the next day. I was really? like, holy shit. Yeah, really? no, it looked great the next day. Oh, dude. And I was like, yo, that looks great. Of course, that has faded because, oh, right. <laughs> because the, the, the tiny bit of swelling went down and I'm like, oh shit, well, I can see them again. I don't know. I don't know if I can actually get anything out of this doing it by myself. I'm just trying it to experiment and see what happens. Well, you are saving, because, you are saving money, though. Yes. If, if it works, it'd be fantastic. That's why I'm doing it once a week, because professional equipment, of course, is going to be better. Going to get deeper in there. They know what they're doing. They know how long to do it for. So... Yeah. Yeah, of course it'd be like, but like eight hundred dollars a month, I can't afford that's, that. That's, nobody yeah, that's, can afford that shit. Yeah, no, no one should be doing all that. That's crazy. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying it, and uh, hopefully, I get some results out of it. We'll find out. Yeah, dude, that's that's really good. I um, this is making me. I'm like so because of the whole like quarantine thing, and I haven't like gone. And because I'm not seeing people, I'm not going on dates and shit. Like I haven't been, I haven't been like taking care of myself too well. Because oh. like, because like, fuck it, um, and including uh, my skincare routine like for my face. So like, um, I've uh, like my it's uh, my skin is okay, but like my beard area, I haven't been like doing my beard routine really. So um, that's a big reason why I, I shave. I like uh, buzzed off my beard in the first place. But like, I need to remember to do my beard routine, which is like a beard shampoo and like a beard oil. It's yeah. also a conditioner too, but like it's only if I have a beard, so that this, so that because once you have a beard, bro, your face becomes a scalp. Mm, it's yeah, cr- yeah, it's, it happens to me all the time. It's yeah, many knows. <laughs> like, um, yeah, dude, it's like I, it, it was it was my first time. A lot of people don't know this for whatever reason, but it was my first time have it was my first time having a beard recently. Like that beard I had was my first beard ever, oh, and really? I yeah, and I I didn't. Yeah, everyone responds that way. I'm not really sure why. Oh, medito. I don't know. I guess Omedito. it just looks so natural on you. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe it did. I mean, when I when, when I had it, I was like, "Wow, this is fitting." So, um, yeah, but like, it's crazy. Like your your skin on your cheeks and your chin and your neck just become if you don't take care of it, just become so dry. Like so, yeah. like so fucking dry. Like, like it was it was it was kind of gross. Like today was a wake up call. It was it was kind of gross because like I. I like buzzed the the hair off, but there was so much flaky skin like coming off. It was uh, it was not a look. It was like dandruff basically. I had, like basically had dandruff on my face, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, who like ends up get it the fuck together and do your damn routines?" Um. So yeah, thanks, Randy, for the 
reminder yeah. to get back on <laughs> my motivation. shit. Yeah. No problem. Also, uh, some people, if you are very, like, if you bleed easily, I do not. So I, I didn't bleed at all. Some people who have done it do bleed. If you're a bleeder, make sure you don't take any ibuprofen beforewards. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to bleed profusely. Or <laughs> well, not profusely, but lead. more than... Yeah. yeah. So you definitely don't want to do that. I didn't bleed at all. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it just felt like a very tiny poke, and that's it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't really notice it much at all. This <laughs> is more more evidence that Mandy is a goddess. Mandy she does not bleed. <laughs> Man, you bleed her own blood. Uh, <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. No one makes me no bleed my own blood. Yeah, um, I can. I can go next. So this yeah, isn't just really, roll with it. Yeah, this isn't really a hobby per se, but like hobbies have been new hobbies have been difficult to start, kind of. Um, and all the hobbies I so okay in general hobbies I've kept up with, still playing Valorant, the new variety game. Um, really trash at it, but really fun. Uh, I've never been someone that's been good at shooters so I'm not surprised that I'm fucking trashed here at it but it's really fun so I'm still playing that I am still watching all the Korean dramas ever on Netflix like I love all of them guys there's a really good one called Hospital Playlist it's really (laughs) fucking good it's really fucking good Um, comes out every Thursday which is cool because um then okay what's not cool is that critical role like one of my favorite things ever that i know mandy is mm-hmm. a, a fan of as well that's um uh, because of COVID and everything they're not they're not making like the proper episodes anymore because yeah. they're all quarantined in their homes and they don't want to sacrifice the quality of the show just to, you know because because they could easily do it over skype right but like yeah, i was wondering Discord about that i was wondering why they didn't try that or at least do a one shot all right, so yeah, the one shot I'm with you. I would love if they did a one shot over, over yeah. online, but mm-hmm. they, because and, and I I respect it because their stance is pretty much like, um, you know, like yes, this is something that has become somewhat of a product for people, but Critical Role we refuse to let it become just that. It's still our game that we play when we come together. Yeah. So like, uh-huh. and and because they can't come together, they don't want to do it because that's not how they want to play. That makes sense. It makes total. It makes total sense. These people have given me like content for five years. It's made me happy. Like I'm. They like they can they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um. Anyway, so because on Thursdays I don't get Kirk Roll anymore, I do get new episodes of Hospital Playlist, which is suffice. Which suffices. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just still doing all that stuff. But right now, I uh my lease in so I, I'm in New York for people that are new to the podcast um or new to the hobby episodes. Um, I, I live in New York city. I'm in Brooklyn and New York city isn't the best place in the world to be in right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just not, it's not looking cute. It's not cute out here. Um, and so, and also I've been having to think a lot about, uh, well, especially today, my roommate brought up a really good idea, which is what prompted all of this thinking is that my lease is up in July and I think there's no chance in hell that by July we have a for sure method to get back to normal society, um, right? Like, what do you guys think? July? Do you think we're, we're going to have a, a a a plan for New York to open in July? I think uh, individual I businesses might like start reopening, but it's not going to be a society wide thing. Yeah, but but I, and where I'm going with this question is, I work in Midtown Manhattan in a building that holds over four thousand people. 
right? Like, is it going to open like that? Or we're going to open up the skyscrapers again? Hmm. Right? So, right. So then, so then if my lease is up in July, that means that I either have to re-sign this lease and lock myself into paying over a thousand dollars in rent every month for the next year when when the year doesn't even look i don't even know how to predict this year like what if (laughs) i get like like what if i get like what if i get laid off you know you know like what if like then i'm locked into paying brooklyn rent that's not gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen either but because especially in my industry and account, accounting so I was going to say, taxes aren't going yeah, anywhere. People yeah. still got to do this. No, and you're still anyone. working, too. Yeah, I'm still working every, like, every fucking day. I, I worked this morning a little bit. It was fucking annoying. Um, but, but I was also thinking, but because we're all working from home for the next foreseeable future, like, my office is closed for sure until July 31st. Like, I'm not going back to the city to work for, until July 31st. And I don't really know if they're going to open the office up anytime soon because that's like that's like a lot of fucking people i don't know like i just don't see that happening anytime soon unless it's like unless there's like proven medication or um or like a vaccine but like a vaccine is gonna take a long time to distribute across the world mm-hmm. and you know and and even medicine is going to be either super expensive and in limited supply until distribution matches the need, which is going to take forever also. It's, so it, it, I, it's probably also uh, a foolhardy thing to rely on a vaccine, considering like yeah. we've, we've had the flu vaccine since 1940, and guess what? People, people still get the flu. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. the vaccine is kind of a, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and all all of these things have been leading me down a fucking spiral of like, what the fuck am I gonna do yeah. when this lease is up? Because, um, in a world, because the thing is, like, in a world yeah. where, in a world where you know the economy is still getting fucking railed every day, um, like the 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 chances that I get laid off are slim. Not slim. Like they're just not. They're not big. But it's still possible. It's still possible because it's not like my salary is cheap. You know, it's it's an expense. Um, I was thinking like I need to lower. I need to lower my cost. So I was thinking moving to upstate New York for like six months, just getting like a month to month, one bedroom, one bathroom in upstate New York. A, a one bedroom, one bathroom in New York City is like a twenty five hundred dollar ordeal a month, but. In upstate New York, a one bedroom, one bathroom is like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, plus, plus or minus though. With you know, if you're doing a shorter term lease, it will be a little more expensive. Probably, but but still not as much as yeah. Yeah, but still not as not as crazy. And the thing is, and the thing about upstate New York is that if I move back to Albany, like where I went to college, like I still have a lot of friends up there. Not that I want to see my friends or anything, but uh, like upstate New York, aka Canada. AK Canada, as, as right. I as I say, <laughs> right. So I don't know. I it's just you know obviously this is not a hobby. I, this is not a hobby I like to do here. Like thinking about my future and dire circumstances during global pandemic. But I just you know I I haven't done anything new. I've I've kept up everything I like to do. Um, but I just had this is just food for thought for any people for anyone out there that's thinking about leases and stuff like, and it's, and legislation has been favoring um people that are renting so far um but not to the extent where a lot of people feel safe about signing leases so i don't know it's just like i have, like, i think I, I need to start thinking about like what signing a lease is gonna mean for me 
because that's 12 months where I'm a, like to sign a lease. It feels scary right now. I don't know. And, and the thing is, I can't move back home. I don't want to. First of all, back home to my parents, I don't have a room at home anymore because they repurposed it for other shit, which is totally fine. But that means like I, I don't have a place to put my PC, which means I can't do the podcast, which means I can't game, which means I can't like use my PC to entertain me yeah. when in, in quarantine. And it's gonna and it would be in Long Island where like I don't give a fuck if I can walk more freely in Long Island. I'm gonna be bored out of my fucking mind. Um, yeah. So I can't move home, and there's no and all my relatives, all my other relatives live in smaller apartments in like the Bronx or Queens. And I'm not, I'm not going to burn them out of nowhere to be like, Hey, let me move in with you. Me who lived in Brooklyn and in a part of Brooklyn that has a pretty high infection rate. Like I don't do that to anybody. So like, I don't know. I don't know. But, but staying here I, in this apartment right now, I pay about $1,200 every month. Um, and it's, and I just, and that's not, that price tag is comfy for me, but it's being locked in for 12 months when everything is so uncertain. I don't know. That, so I've just been just, just thinking out there if anyone has a, any advice or whatever if anyone has a free basement they'll let me move into that'd be lit <laughs> i've got a basement you, can't you got a basement couch. bro you got, got a basement got, bro i've got a basement it's uh it's it's it's, not, it's a little cobwebby but <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> well, crash I'll, I'll i'll table it i'll table it i don't know i feel like honestly like as long as your roommate I'll put that in there that you're currently living with are still down to rent what you currently have. Like, Oh no, it's her idea. It's her idea to go upstate. Okay. Cause that was my question. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, honestly, 1200 is not no. horrendous when you're splitting no, no, no. it. And like, that's not. for a one. No, 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 no. 1200 each. Yeah. But it's only on, you're only paying 1200, which for me in Connecticut is oh, that's not so bad. about the same as prices. No, now yeah. 1200. is not bad. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. My no. tiny little apartment's nine hundred dollars a month. Exactly. Ta- so my like tiny apartment's is, thirteen. Is not so I unreasonable have... that like I would worry about like, oh man, this is all of a sudden unsustainable. And honestly, mm-hmm. for like because times are so uncertain, I think now's the time not to start like trying to make other things uncertain and like yeah, group or that. like because you're gonna want to move back eventually. Like Brooklyn is oh, where yeah. you want to be. So, oh, a million percent. To try to temporarily relocate there and then back. I don't know. That just seems like. Uh, so here, another another thing though is that so I, I have I have a whole bunch of friends in upstate, right? And the 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 factor that it's it, it's maybe it's maybe what's making this more rational for me and maybe a little bit less rational for you guys is that the stress level of being in New York City is, I mean I mean Mandy Delphi understands stress because she. Has, this is like the worst case. This is like the worst case scenario mess. ever for her. Yeah. She's stabbing herself yeah. in the face. Yeah, dude. She's got okay. a perfectly good cat right, that micro so, needles her around the daily. Yeah, yeah that's di- true. Disclaimer: Mandy gets this for sure. But like the the level of stress of just like thinking about going outside in New York um, to people that care because there are definitely idiots out here that are just being yeah, dumb as fuck. Sure. And it, but, but it's, you know, it's these idiots on top of the actual just pandemic going on is that there's so many fucking people outside. Even if you, even though, even if everyone's following the rules, when, when you go to the supermarket and there's like 50 people online waiting to get into the supermarket, that sucks. 
And when you're going on a walk for your mental health, because you, because I'm so, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a social person. I like to be around people and talk to people and, you know, go be outside and everything. Being cooped up in my apartment for a month straight, not good for me, not good for my mental state. So I have to take walks. I, I, I want to take a walk, you know, by my damn self. I cross the street when I see someone coming, whatever, but when I take these walks, I always see way too many people for my comfort level outside all the time. So I end up just taking like a lap around my block, which doesn't really do shit for me. It's not going to so be, it's like, it's not going to be better yeah. anywhere else, man. Like in Denver, no, no, but, in, in Denver, you would think that there was no pandemic. Like people other than, other than mask wearing, like on that mountain climb, that mountain climb over the past weekend, it was like a fucking block party up there. So like that's cr- that's I'm, crazy. I mean, that's because everyone's crazy. walking. I mean, everyone's, everyone's yeah. I mean, uh, hiking aside, like I don't know, I don't know how big the risk factor is when there's like 20 mile an hour wind constantly and shit like that. But um, <laughs> like if you go up to Albany where people aren't aren't as intimidated as they are in New York, I mean, I would expect that there's going to be plenty of people out and about. Here's so this is why I mentioned that my friends, my friends, were up there and they're saying Albany, and it makes sense. Albany's a ghost town right now. Because oh, Albany empty. is primarily a college a college town, and college is closed right now. College <laughs> campus is closed. Like college college is a virtual right now. So the quote unquote student ghetto that where all the students live is a ghost town. Sorry, student like, ghetto. Yeah, it's what we it's what, it's what we call it. It's like this part of Albany that's called the student ghetto. Anyone that went to SUNY Albany, y'all know y'all know I'm talking about Pine Hill. Shout out Pine Hill. Shout out Madison Pizza. <laughs> shout out Paisans. Um, yeah. So they're saying it's a ghost town in that area, and that and those are all the cheapest apartments too, because it, landlords are mostly rent to students. So like, yeah, and and also um, there's a huge park in the student ghetto called Washington Square Park, or Washington Park, sorry, Washington Park, and my friends go there for walks, and it's empty. It's always it's just empty yeah. all the time. Um, and right now would be the what would be the weather to be there. So like I don't know. It's just it's just food for thought where like I just feel like I can still do my job from anywhere on the East Coast, right? Because it's virtual. I would be paying hundreds of dollars less in rent, and I feel like I would also just have more peace of mind, of or just a better mental state where I can like take a lap around a whole park. Would you so be able often. to easily move back? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. once I mean, once everything yeah. is o- once everything is over. Like once, once there's like a good enough like comfort level that New York City, because I think New York City is not gonna open until this shit is like pretty much handled. It because it, otherwise, like it's just a pandemic all over again. Mm-hmm. New York is such a hub city. Like if New York fucks up, the whole world's fucked again. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if your roommates are okay with it, like saving your spot for you. I don't. I oh, mean, no, no. Yeah, I understand no, it. No, her, no, everyone no, would have to leave. No, it's her idea to go together. Oh. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She brought it up. She was like, what if we went to Albany? And I was like, wait, what if we went to Albany? Um, and we just started talking about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, this is like a thought that I didn't have. Like, she just galaxy brained this shit today. <laughs> and it's just been on my fucking mind. How far bro. is it from your job so that if you guys decide to stay there, you could easily stay there? It would be a couple hours. It's like, uh, a, it's like a three and a half hour commute. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I I have to talk with I have to talk about this with my managers at work too. Just like yo, like well, how long do you think we'll be in this shit? Like, well, the other oh, question yeah. is when they flip on the switch. 
hypothetically a week from now they're saying, oh, everything's good. Like, how quickly do they expect people to be able to snap back to work and go back to quote unquote normal? Oh, not right. mine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. It's going to take job, time. My job, um, I, I've been working. Like, my job, my um, position in my job, I still have to go to the office because I don't have the option to bring work home. So dumb. But most of my company is work from home. And, um, Ohio has started opening back up and my job said, uh, we're doing just fine work from home. We're going to stay this way for a mm-hmm. while. So, yep, uh, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, so. and ex- exactly. And that's, and that's something I was also talking to my roommate about. It's just like, it's just like, just because New York city one day goes, okay, we're going to try and reopen that. I'm not fucking going to the office, bro. Like, yeah, no. Like, there's no fucking way. My office is 3,000 fucking people. and I'm so lucky that my department is so tiny because yeah. the people in my department are so stupid. My Like, <laughs> they made it mandatory. It's Ohio's law now that you have to wear a mask if you're out. So, um, you know, for, for the time being. And so my job sent out an email so that if you have to come to the office for part of your um, for your position, uh, you have to wear a mask unless you are in a secluded office by yourself with door with a door. Um, then you can, you don't have to wear a mask. But uh, so we are all wearing masks. My my fucking boss, the one who's supposed to be the smart one, who is do you know making sure that the rule is being enforced. When he talks to somebody, he takes his fucking mask off, mm-hmm. and I'm Great. like, are you? How are you? This stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> it's completely defeating the purpose of that damn mask. I don't know how many times I've seen people wearing them under their chin, under their nose. They'll bring it into the office and take it off when they get like inside. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so dumb to me. But yeah, but like, yeah, like, dude, I, all, all, all it takes for me is picturing going there in the morning and because every, because every, it's daily life for me going to work is a packed fucking subway car multiple because i have to transfer sometimes so two mm-hmm. one to two packed fucking like i like i'm literally dry humping the person in front of me by mistake <laughs> like 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 that's why it, you like that train group okay yeah. well dude you know <laughs> you, you know me so well um yeah so that's like 40 minutes of that shit right um and then when i get to the office when i get out of the subway i'm i get out at bryant park which is full of fucking people and then I have to walk all. I have to walk across Bryant Park, get to my office, and then at my office, getting in the morning, the elevators are packed as fuck. So it's like, and I have to go to the thirty to like a, to like, a like a floor that's like above thirty, dude. So like I have to be in that elevator the whole fucking ride. I'm not going to the office the moment New York opens up. I feel like, you. I don't give a shit. Like we're we're working just fine from home. Like we are getting all our shit done just fine. Like people, we can e-pen returns. We can, uh, we have, a, we have an online document system. Like there's no need to be in the office. So unless this shit is like foolproof handled or there's like medicine that handles symptoms like in, like in a, in a couple of days or whatever, like I'm not, like I'm not going to work. Like I'm not going to the office. A lot of companies, you know? a lot of companies are behind the times on work from home. You know, they're not as modern as like Google or one of these other companies that have like, you know, giant open workspaces in their buildings. Like a lot of companies are still living in like the eighties, working out of cubes. Everybody comes to the office every day. A lot of these companies, including mine have realized, wow, people really can work from home. 
normally. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, we can downsize our office spaces by like 50% and save a shitload of money on rent. So that's just what's happening, you know? So I, Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so all 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 these things considered is like like I I don't want to so the the thing about even if we move to to Albany, it's not like I want to sign a lease. Like Albany is very you can very commonly find month month to month rent like apartments. So like ideally I would look for an apartment that's month to month. That's nice, you know, not nice, nice, but like nice month to month. And then I'll just go play by ear. You know, it's, it's still the same. It's still New York. It's still the same, same time zone. I'll my, it, in a world where I don't even tell my fucking team, like they won't even know that I'm in Albany, <laughs> you know? So I don't know. Just food for thought, food for thought. I've been talking too much about this. Sorry. This is like, it's like, it's like, it's not a dark topic, but it's like not a hobby addict. So, like, oh no, it's tone. interesting. Yeah. And it's but, important. Yeah. You've got your yeah. mind on it. For sure. It's just, it's just, it's been occupying like the space in my brain. <laughs> it, it's the space in my brain that's for hobbies has been occupied by these thoughts. Your hobby so. this episode has been therapy. Well, therapy. Life planning. <laughs> uh, oh my dude. I actually just yesterday, yeah, dude, uh, guys, my mental state is so like, I, I need, I need to be like outside and like going to get ramen by myself, doing my things, like seeing my friends, hugging my friends. Um, and I literally emailed like four, like three therapists yesterday. I was like, I need, yeah. I was like, help me. <laughs> I was going to try, um, I, I'm, I'm looking for some like over online or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. phone therapy sessions too. Yeah, Cause I, on, I don't want to go to someone's office. Oh so. no, no. Go to, um, <laughs> yeah, I've been looking. I, I was on psychology today, uh, yesterday. Looking. Okay. How much? Okay. Sorry. I know this isn't a hobby. <laughs> But how much is it? <laughs> um, so at least here in Brooklyn, um, most therapists have their price as like about two hundred a session. Oof, no um, money. Holy but, shit. But, 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 I don't but, have but, enough money for therapy. But it depends on your insurance. That's yeah. just their that's yeah. just their price. Um, but, but a lot of them offer a sliding scale also, so that it could be relative to your income level. It could be cheaper, more expensive. Um, we also looked at ones in Brooklyn, which I would imagine yeah. have inherently higher prices, but because mm-hmm. it's because of all online everything. anyway, you could probably look elsewhere. Oh, yeah. I probably with, could. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess the, the idea for me of still looking for people in Brooklyn is that in a world where, you know, in a world where this is solved relatively soon and I like my therapist, I would still like to go see them. Exactly. You transition easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I haven't, but that's just the prices on there right now. I don't know what it would be like, you know, after my insurance takes the whole bill. Like, I don't know how much they would take off if they take yeah. off any. But, um, but yeah, dude, it's like, hard. it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's, it's been really, I have, I, yeah, I just have a lot on my mind. And, like, I can't see my family, which are fucking blows, dude. Um, yeah. So, yes, fucking, yeah. Thank you for, uh, listening to my, uh, problems, friends. Sure. I mean, really appreciate <laughs> this was kind of like love- a therapy session. Yeah, I love you guys, man. Thank you for listening for that to that. Yeah, mental oh, therapy and skin therapy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. The two keys to success. And mountain yep. therapy. <laughs> when Mandy brought up micro needling, I was like, I know she's playing Hollow Knight. Could that mean just like small needling? Because <laughs> oh you God. play with like a small needle or a nail. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, is she just being clever? But oh, not. I also looked it up. Apparently there is micro needling for eyebrows. You're right. Oh, I just I never heard of it. You see? You see, I I know I know oh, my yeah. beauty Skin shit. Game I, on I know my beauty shit, boys. Okay, <laughs> I've never that, tried it. Is that like when you pick on your relatives just a little bit during the holidays? 
<laughs> oh wait 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 no that's a uh, microaggressions i think uh, that's microaggressions yeah microaggressions. <laughs> yeah that's uh that happens a lot with uh my family because I, I have a really small piece of my family that is um on the other side of politics for me and they know it and they oh, oh my god they always try and trigger me at, at dinners and shit it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> um oh, but yeah Mason, did you have anything? Sorry, bro. <laughs> I, I did, but we can save it for next week because uh, sure? we're running along. Yeah. Also, it would be uh, just it would break the grounds of humanity if I were to be the only one to talk about video games for the first time ever. Yeah, and no it one would else be did. insane. True. We can't so, let that happen. The so, universe would implode. Journey and Horizon Zero Dawn. We will talk uh, next episode. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Sorry about that, dude. But no, no. Yeah. Your thing was much more pressing and important, and much more of an emotional journey, anyway. So cool, 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 cool. All right. Content, nonetheless. All right. Well, you know, I think a lot of people sympathize. So there's a lot of people listening to you, Enzo, going, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah." yeah people yeah, send good thing. vibes to one another. We yeah, dude. Yeah, God, like, please send me good vibes. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to quote something that the people, at, like the staff at Kirk Roll, say all the time. Please don't forget to love each other, man. Like be positive be a good energy to people like even if you're down don't forget to smile when you video calling people or like whatever and remind people that you love them man it's not weird to say i love you to say it man and call it's your good. mom i love and you call your all. damn mom happy mother's day to your damn mom call Fuck. your mom god damn it <laughs> love your mom love your damn mom <laughs> love all right you guys also. we'll see you next time on hobby addicts thanks for listening we love you and call your mom. She misses you. Call your damn mom. Call your mom. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>